Hello, 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 friends, and welcome to the She Finds Joy podcast, where we reclaim the super shiny lights that burn in each of us. I'm Kim Strobel, your truth-telling, real-talk happiness coach who believes in the power of showing up as our flossom selves, even and especially, my friends, when it comes to working through our hard stuff. After all, when we're playing in our arenas of bigness, life gets better as we get bolder. So buckle up for the no BS, zero fluff advice that gives you the small steps for big joy. One of the best things about She Finds Joy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other women who are creating more joy in their lives, just like you. You can find us at kimstrobel.com forward slash she finds joy. All right, let's dive in to today's episode. Here we go. Hey, hey, friends. I am so excited for today's topic and I want to get this party started. So let's dive right in. Today, we're talking about how you can start to make magic happen in your life. So I want to share with you because this is a space where I show up and you're going to hear me share my wins and you're going to hear me share my struggles and I'm going to be real and vulnerable. And I always tell people I am not a cheerleader. I never was a cheerleader. I am a coach, so I'm not going to sugarcoat things. It's not going to be all rainbows, butterflies, and unicorns, although it will be some of the time, but this is really a platform for me just to do real talk with real women. And so today, what I want to talk to you about is I want to share a win, a really big win. And I want to do this for several reasons. One, I think it's really important as women that we talk about our wins, that we acknowledge, that we share, that we feel the joy that comes from those, that it's not wrong to be proud of yourself or excited for yourself or to share a win with someone. And when we do this, when we share our wins, when we let our light shine, we give everyone else permission to do the same. We give every other woman permission to shine her own light. And that's what a big part of this platform is. A big part of this platform is playing in your arena of bigness and having, knowing, and understanding that you have permission to do so. So here's what I want to talk about today. You all know, right, that there have been times when things are really tough for me and I don't hide any of that stuff because I believe you can be a badass and you can still have struggles, right? You can be super powerful and impactful, and some days you can still be crying on the floor of your office. This is just life. And this is for all of us, right? But we don't always put voices to our feelings. And so I want to talk to y'all about something freaking magical that has happened to me. I am so excited to share. Are you ready for this? Okay, here's the deal. Some of you know the backstory to me, some of you don't. I know I will get into it in future conversations. But what I do want you to know is that we all have the power that resides inside of each and every one of us. We all have the ability to show up in our lives in bigger, bolder, braver ways. And I'm really hoping that this podcast and these stories 
give you a pathway to finding and reigniting and rediscovering that powerful, purposeful individual who lives inside of each and every one of us. So let me back up on my story just a little bit, right? Some of you are going to find out in future episodes or maybe even some previous ones that I am the girl who struggled for years from panic disorder. And I will tell that whole story, but for the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Basically, I am the girl who struggled to walk to her mailbox, to leave her house, to drive five minutes to work, to drive five minutes to Walmart, to step inside Walmart, to go inside Walmart. I struggled to do all of the normal things that most people don't struggle to do. And I am also the same girl who steps onto stages with thousands of people in the crowd. And I always laugh because I think that God had a funny sense of humor. He took the girl who struggled to walk to her mailbox in her young adult life. And he said, I'm going to make her a motivational speaker and she's going to step on a stage and she's going to fly across the country and she's going to do all these things, even though right now, walking to her mailbox or going to Walmart or staying at home alone as a young adult is super hard. So I tell you that because I believe that we can have struggles, we can have trauma, we can have adversities, we can have perceived weaknesses, and it doesn't take away from the fact that we can still be powerful, that we can still decide who we want to be in everyday life. So last week, my husband and I were tooling around in his old white 1995 T100 Toyota truck. That's his pride and jewel. It has a rusted bumper. It has a muffler that sounds terrible. The seats are all torn. But, you know, he and I love tooling around town. We load up our dogs in the back. We go to McDonald's and get a Diet Coke. And so we were driving around last week. And he said to me, so how exactly, Kim, do you think you became a motivational speaker? He's like, how do you answer that question? And I said, well, interestingly enough, I had a group of women at a conference last week ask me that very same question. How did you do it? How did it happen so fast? What's the deal here? And so one of the things I told him was the way I answer that question is, look, I believe that you are a co-creator of your life. You co-create it with God or spirit or universal intelligence or whatever your belief in a higher power is. And that there is this incredible energy that we can tap into with our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions. And I've been studying the law of attraction for 20 plus years. It is one of the number one things that changed my life. So much so that I've dedicated three modules in my online coaching program that I have women going through right now, dedicated to, as Gabby Bernstein says, how to be a super attractor, how to manifest things in your life. And so I believe that you can learn how to attract the people, the circumstances, situations, and experience into your life. And that once you learn to train your brain towards positive and you learn how to practice this philosophy of the law of attraction, it's as if magic starts to happen. That's the only way I know how to describe it. It's simply like magical things start to appear in your life and happen. And what you begin to do is learn how to create a vision for your life. 
and then you learn how to start to manifest whatever that vision looks like for you. Big dreams, small dreams, whatever that looks like to you. Not everybody has the same dreams as Kim Strobel, right? Not everybody wants to step on a stage in front of thousands of people. Some of you don't want to affect the world at large. Some of you want to affect your family or your community or the lady in the Walmart checkout line. And there's no difference between how we choose to share in our gifts with this world. But I was telling Scott, I said, you know, here's how I did it. This is my answer to the women last week who said, how did you go from where you were, right? Because I was a school teacher, then a literacy coordinator, then a curriculum director. And then I had this crazy idea that I wanted to start Strobel Education, which was an education consulting firm. And then I had the crazy idea that I wanted to be a motivational speaker. Then I had the crazy idea that I didn't want to just have one business. I wanted to have two. I wanted to create Kim Strobel, the happiness coach and kimstrobel.com and I wanted to really encourage and support women to show up and play in the arena of bigness. And when I think about how I did that, how did I create these two businesses? How did I become a motivational speaker? I want to tell you how I did it because, you know, I didn't have any business sense. I didn't have any business knowledge. I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know how to be a CEO and a CFO. But what I did know is that I had learned from all of my studies for the past 20 years that I don't have to have all the details figured out in order to make it happen. That universal intelligence will actually step in and God or higher spirit or higher power is ready to come with me along the ride. And so here's what I did. Here's what I did. I simply started calling myself a motivational speaker. When people would say, Kim, what do you do? I would say, I'm a motivational speaker. And friends, that wasn't a lie. Let's be honest. For the past 20 years, I've been firing people up with my contagious enthusiasm for life. It might just be the one person I run to at Walmart or the person I see at the health club or the stranger I see at the park, but I do have a contagious energy and spirit for life, right? And so I've always kind of had this enthusiasm. Yes, I've had dark times, struggles, suffering, trauma, all of the above. But I also have this contagious energy for life. And so I simply started telling people I'm a motivational speaker. Not only that, but before I even launched my business, I bought the www.strobeleducation.com, right? I bought the website domain for strobeleducation.com. Then I went online and I bought the website domain for kimstrobel.com. I had no idea how I was going to begin those businesses. Then I ordered business cards. And on the business cards for each of the businesses, I called myself a motivational speaker. And I tell people that this is basically what I did. I simply created the vision of what I wanted to come into my life. I wanted to see it in my mind. I wanted to see the people in the crowd. I wanted to see the phone calls coming in, people wanting to hire me. I wanted to feel what it would feel like to be on that stage, knowing that my story, my struggles, my bigness, my wins were also giving others the permission to step into the very best version of their life. And I saw the people in the crowd giving back to me. And so I tell people, this is what I did. 
I lived that dream in my mind. Most of you know I'm a runner. I'll just go ahead and say it. I know it sounds crazy, but I run 30 miles a week. If you've been around me or been at any of my workshops, you know I move fast, I talk fast, I do everything fast. And running is one of the things that mentally saves me. It kind of gets me some of that extra energy out. And I tell people, for every run for three years, every 30 miles worth of running in a week, I saw the vision of myself creating this business. I saw the women who are coming into my online women's coaching program. I saw schools, conferences, and leadership teams hiring me. I saw myself on the stage, and I saw thousands of people in the crowd. And I simply lived in my imagination for three years and let myself have the big-ass dream. I let myself have that dream. And I felt it. I allowed myself to feel what it would feel like as all of that began to happen in my life. And I continued to attract the people, circumstances, experiences, and opportunities. And I became a nationally recognized speaker within a year and a half, folks, of launching my first business, Strobel Education. Dot com. And, you know, I had been studying this. I had watched myself manifest things in my life. Still to this day, sometimes it scares me when I see how magical it really is when you begin to train your thoughts. You know, one of the things that I teach is, you know, our thoughts create our reality, you know, and Carol Dweck, who is like a mindset guru, Dr. Carol Dweck, she has this really powerful quote that says, the view you adopt for yourself profoundly affects the way you lead your life. And what she means by that is the view is your belief. Your belief profoundly affects the way you lead your life. And your beliefs become from your thoughts, okay? Your thoughts turn into your beliefs. And your beliefs, those turn into your actions. And the actions turn into your habits. And the habits turn into your reality. What do I mean by that? If you, let me give you just a quick example. If you have the thought, when I said to you all, I run 30 miles a week, some of you had an immediate thought that just said, I will never be a runner. That was your very first thought. And that is a fixed mindset. And that is a, that is a 100% lie. Most of you are telling yourself. That is you saying, I never was an athlete. I'm not thin enough. I'm not whatever enough. I would never be able to be a runner. But what we actually know is that we have evidence all around us of people who are non-athletes, of people who do not have what's so-called the perfect body shape, who run marathons and Ironmans and perform way better than I do in races. You know why? Because they've trained their brain and their mindset. And so if you have that thought, I could never be a runner, then that is a belief that you are holding about yourself. That is a story you are holding onto. And that story, your beliefs become your actions. Your actions are you never step into the gym or you never download the Couch to 5K program or you do, right? You either take action or you don't. And those actions become your habits and your habits become your new reality, which is you are still not a runner. Now, listen, not everybody needs to be a runner. Everybody needs to move their body. My purpose of this story isn't that. My purpose of this story is, is that your beliefs are creating your reality. And for me, 
since I'm sharing my super shiny unicorn story about a win right now, is that I saw that vision in my head on every run. And I felt the feelings that were attached to it. And I started to take these small little actions by buying the website domain, by calling myself a motivational speaker over and over and over again, which began to be the belief that I held about myself. And I'll never forget my son and I, I had probably launched the website, added motivational speaker, and I think it had been six months. And every spring break, I take my son Spencer snow skiing. And we were in the Colorado mountains. And I'll never forget, if, if you're skiing in the Colorado mountains, it's going to take you 45 minutes to get down a mountain. And so my son had already gone down the mountain. I was behind him. I stopped about halfway through to take a little rest. And for some reason, I got out my phone. I clicked on the email. And I had my first ever request to be a keynote speaker. They had found me on the website. They saw that I was a motivational speaker. They said they had a crowd of 900 and wanted to know if August I could kick it off. And you guys, I just remember my whole bot, like I, again, was stunned, even though I've been practicing this, I was stunned that this works that you have the ability to play in the arena of bigness, that you have the ability to create whatever that vision is for your life, personal vision, professional vision, career vision, relationship vision, whatever it is, you have the ability to do that. And I'm jumping on here and I'm sharing this win with you because I want you to understand that you have the power to tap in to your bigness. You can create your own authentic power. There are skills and strategies that can help us create our vision and begin to take small little right actions and steps that make that vision a reality. And you know what? I'm a truth teller and here's the deal. Another reason I'm sharing this is because folks, I have had so many people try to knock me down along the way. I mean, I worked in a school system that was run by a bunch of good old white men who had been soaking the system for years, right? And guess what? White men were completely triggered by white women who are strong, who have leadership personalities. And let me just tell you, I was super intimidating to them. I was a woman who was a learner and I was someone who studied hard and new best practice instruction and new curriculum. And not only that, I was confident in my leadership skills. And let me just tell you, I got turned down for every leadership position. And not only that, but they constantly told the people around me that I was simply unfit to be a leader. I was a confident white woman to good old white boys who were super triggered by us. And the way they dealt with it was by telling me and everyone else that I was too much. She's too aggressive. She's too strong. She's too confident. She's too everything, right? And that I was supposed to fit in this little box, this little box that's made for women and how women are supposed to show up in the world compared to men. And you know what, folks? That was such a struggle for me. I knew from early on that I had the knowledge, the skills, and the leadership qualities, but I simply didn't fit in their box. And so I used to let those men define who I was. 
I tried to change. I tried to be softer. I tried to be quieter. I tried not to wear any skirts because lo and behold, I show my legs. That would really get them worked up. And I tried to make myself small in order to try to get a leadership position so that I could fit in, right? And let me just tell you, it wasn't until I started to work for myself. Well, and of course, it's interesting to me that I got hired by a white woman superintendent as the curriculum director. It's no surprise to me that she was not threatened by my leadership qualities or my knowledge or experience. But let me just tell you that when I finally started working for myself and I really start to let the layers come off, I really started to just embrace the real me, right? And the real me is different maybe than what my other white men leaders wanted me to be. The real me might stand up on the stage and say the word shitbird and make people cry when I give a keynote, right? Because that's who I am. I do real talk. I let the real me be seen. And I have found folks that the more I get in touch with who I am, the more I quit trying to fit in the box, the more I embrace who I really am, the more the universe responds. And that is what I want for each and every woman who is in this podcast, listening to it, for each and every woman who's in our free Facebook group, Women Rising, I want you to know that you have the ability to chase after your dreams. I also want you to know that it is okay to be you. You are not too weird or too nerdy or too artsy or too creative or too crafty or too shy or too loud. I don't care. We have to stop trying to become who other people tell us to be. And I mean, you know, you know that whatever your personality, whatever your skills are, those are inherently a part of how you were made and how you were created. And so what I really work with women on is that kind of self-discovery journey, right? How do we find the path back to who we really are? How do we love that person? How do we allow her to create a vision for her life? And how do we help her manifest it and take the necessary steps to make it a reality? Yes, you know, all of us can be full of flaws. We can be full of mistakes. We can be full of bad decisions. That's a part of all of us. There are some days, folks, when I'm standing on the mountain going, I cannot believe this is my life. It is absolutely amazing. I don't even know if I could have dreamt a life this big. And then there's other days when I've screwed up or I've made a mistake or I haven't hit a deadline or I'm on the office floor crying. But here's the thing. We can be all of that, but we can still all be full of our radiance and full of wisdom and spirit and motivation or whatever it might be, you know. And so I really think that this is our time, that the time is now as women to chase after our dreams, to go after what we want. And so when I landed three national gigs last week, I got the phone call and the person left me a message and said, we are very interested in booking you. We are looking at the highest caliber national and international speakers, and we want you to be a keynote speaker at our conference. You guys, 
I literally ran down the stairs, listened to that message with my husband and thought to myself, how in the world does this keep happening to me? It is so magical. Once you embrace who you really are, once you give yourself permission to go after the big dream and to take the actions to make it happen, the universe 100% expands. It opens up to you, my friends. It really, really does. And my husband and I listened to that message and we had goosebumps because folks, there's been a thousand times my husband and I were afraid that this business would not work, right? There are times when I'm worried if we're going to make it through the third or fourth quarter, you know, and then there's other times when I'm at the top of the mountain screaming, this life is amazing. And it is this waxing and waning. But my husband and I listened to that message and then I called the guy, he wants to hire me and he said, Kim, Sir Ken Robinson was our keynote speaker last year and we want you this year. Folks, Sir Ken Robinson is a best-selling international author. He's got one of the most watched TED Talks titled Schools Kill Creativity. Not only that, but I happen to teach so much of what I've learned in our professional development for teachers. So when he told me that, I kind of got those goosebumps all over again. Like, did I manifest this? Like, have I been so on to Sir Ken Robinson that I actually get to be the one who follows him for next year's conference? And that they want me, that I am in the same arena now with someone of this caliber. And so I shared it. I shared it on my Facebook, I shared my win with others, and I shared it for so many reasons. Because to me, it is a shining example of three things. One, every single person, no matter how big or small your dream is, you have the ability to co-create it in your life. Two, I'm sharing it for every good old boy white man that didn't think I would make it, that didn't think I had what it took to be a leader. And I'm sharing it so that all women know we have the right to claim our wins. We have the right to shine in a very big way. We have a right to let it pave the way for other women to know you are given permission, folks. You are given permission to go after it. You have value. You have work to do in this world. And so my wish for you is to go out and claim it, to go ahead and step into the arena of bigness, my friends, and know that you have a right to be there. You have a right to engage in the game. You have a right to be seen and you have a right to show up in the world for however you want to show up. And this old girl, this chickadee, she will be over here rooting for you all the way. Whoop, whoop, we did it. Thank you so much for joining me on the She Finds Joy podcast today. I'm super honored to share this space with you and I hope you learned something new and helpful. As always, this conversation will be continued in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to kimstrobel.com forward slash she finds joy to connect with other joy seekers just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time joining the show, 
know that I am here every Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can go to that directly if you go to kimstrobel.com forward slash podcast. That will put you in Apple Podcast where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down just a little bit, you will be able to leave that five-star review and just leave me a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. It really helps me. If you let me know how the show has impacted you and how you are striving for more joy in your life, you might be nominated to be the Joyful Woman of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more women unleash their happiness one daring day at a time. So please take a screenshot on your phone, share it out on social media, tag your friends, tag me at Kim Strobel Joy on Instagram or in our Facebook group, kimstrobel.com forward slash she finds joy. I'm quick to reply and I am super eager to send you some Facebook love. It makes my heart happy to be able to connect and surround myself with other women who are all ready to do this work. So thanks for being here and I'll be back next week. Until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you know that you are enough just as you are. Here's to finding more joy.